Did you hear that? What? What? That. That noise. Was that the horror comedy podcast? With Jake and Haley, Sundays and Wednesdays. The only podcast where we get high and try to scare you and share short, scary stories. Contains marijuana. Keep away from children. Hi, it's Haley with the Horror Comedy Podcast. I'm hoping that you're listening to this post-inauguration day safe and happy after Joe Biden peacefully assumed his new role as president. Um, Or you could be listening from your bunker. After you traveled out of your, or maybe you traveled out of your vault in your nice fancy suit, you killed lots of rod roaches to get where you are, and you even got a dog along the way, or like maybe you joined like a cool club, and that's awesome. I hope that's also um, good. Good. Either way, I hope you're safe. I hope you're happy. I hope you're doing great. This is the Horror Comedy Podcast. It's Wednesday, so I'm going to tell you some short, scary stories that I find on the internet. I don't really do a whole lot of joking around on these episodes. These are just the stories that I feel like would just kind of ruin Jake's day. We're going to spare Jake, and I'm just going to tell you, and it's it's scarapy. We're going to feel good. I'm smoking some fat fucking dabs. We just got an e-nail. If you don't know what that is, basically, like, you don't have to heat up a torch to to do dabs. So there's no rules. Like, there's no one to tell me no. It's incredible. Without further ado, sweet baby angels, uh, this was posted on the paranormal board of 4chan in June of 2020, which feels like forever ago, but it was really not. This person says, be eight to 10 years old. My mom has a phobia of intense storms due to being caught in a tornado when younger. She goes to a large building like a church or a store anytime there's a bad storm, so I stay home with my dad. So this particular night... It's bedtime, and I'm scared a little bit, so I decide to sleep with my dad just because of the storm outside. I lay in bed, my back facing the door, looking at the opposite wall. This gave the wall a square little doorway of light, and I see a shadow creep up as if someone is looking into the room, coming up behind me. I see a head and shoulders. Half of the doorway is covered. I turn around, and... I see nothing but the kitchen light. I look back at the wall and the shadow goes the rest of the way up and the whole wall turns black. I close my eyes and start to try to get my dad up. And I can't, so I just start to pray. And eventually, I fall asleep. When I was younger, maybe seven or so in elementary school, I shared a room with my sister. My mom comes in to wake us up for school. I'm half awake, I'm getting up, I look at the closet and I see a girl with a hateful look and a knife floating above the closet shelf. I was stunned. I start screaming and I call my mom. She comes in and calms me down. I explain what happened. She says, No, that's alright. Don't worry, you were just still half asleep. And my sister says, No, I saw it too. She still remembers it to this day as well. When I was a younger teen, I was at a Friday night 
youth event at my church. Only the kids from the church know about it. Everyone in the sanctuary is there. There's like a band playing. And this old man walks in. This church was in the country, but it still had houses around. But it was a small town and nobody knew this guy or how he would know to be there. And he's got like pale skin and purple lips. He looks like he's like suffocating or dead. He sits to himself in the back, rocking back and forth and mumbling in what seems to be tongues. Something about it just gave me a bad feeling. The pit of my stomach dropped. I wanted to puke. In the midst of all this mumbling, you could hear his regular voice say things like, I'm sorry, and don't mind me. Everyone's a little on edge. The band finishes their song and they get everyone to start praying. This goes on for a short amount of time until the guy gets up and walks the fuck out. After the youth night, my mom was talking with the band about how weird it was, and they were convinced the dude was possessed. When I was about 19 or 20, I lived in the woods, and there was about a quarter mile dirt path. Trees cover the path, and there's a big clearing for the house and a large field behind the house and farmhouses. Me, my friend, and my girlfriend and one or two of our other friends decide to go exploring the woods behind the farmhouses. We walk to the edge of the field. We go into the woods. We're like, let's just see if we can find anything cool. And we actually do. We find some spools, <laughs> like, you know, just some like random run-of-the-mill garbage, some rusted fence, random spots. And, and then we notice that that rusted fence continues, and it actually seems to run all the way through the woods. So we keep going, and after a while, we get to a super clean wood line. Large cutout in the woods, small metal building in the center with a large concrete pad. No visible openings in the trees around for vehicles. So I can't figure out how or why this would be here. The concrete pad and most of the grassed area were surrounded by a super clean concrete pillar steel bar fence. We see no markings or signage, and it just seemed weird for such a sterile place to be so far back in the woods. Never returned. One night, when I was maybe 17-ish, I was laying in bed, and about 2 or 3 a.m., a loud scream or roar comes from the woods opposite side of the woods from the previous story. I can't describe this roar. It was like a man roaring from deep, but also a ram or something dying. It was blood chilling. I hear something in the living room and I go and see my dad looking out the window because he heard it too. We were both freaked out and we went back to bed and I couldn't sleep. I was actually talking with my dad the other day and this came up. He said it happened at a different time, but my sister heard it too. So, one time I was sleeping in my room. This time, the head of my bed is facing out of the room and down the hall. I randomly wake up and look down the hallway. At the opposite end of the hallway, a carton of eggs. 
probably waist or chest high, spinning like a video game pickup. I freeze for a few seconds before shutting my eyes and praying to sleep. The same room, this time the foot of my bed is next to the hallway. If you come in from the hall and turn left as soon as you enter, that's my bed. I wake up in the middle of the night. Pit of stomach gone, terrible, awful feeling. I open my eyes and a tall figure is standing at the foot of my bed. It's a large man, seems to be wearing a trench coat and a large hat. Like the hat man, if you've ever heard of those stories. I gape at it for a few seconds before I start praying as hard as I can. It stayed so long I began to cry. The pressure became overwhelming. I wake up the next morning very tired. Close in time to the last incident, I was laying in bed falling asleep when my arms start to rise. I start to freak out, feel the same pressure. My hands are all the way up. I repeat last time as in prayer and panic until it feels like my hands are released. I freak the fuck out and try to go back to sleep. I think this is the last one. Most of the other things I've seen are quite similar, just shadows and hat man, stuff like that. This one time, though, on a church camping trip, I'm around 14. My best friend is the same age. It's also his brother and another dude who happened to be my closest neighbor. The oldest of us was around 16. We were at a larger lake in North Carolina, Lake Lure or Jordan Lake. We've been having a good time. Everyone's having fun. Nightfall on the second night. We're leaving tomorrow to go back to church and home. My neighbor and friend's bro decide to ride to the water area to look around. So my friend and I tag along. We ride through the trees on the paved paths to the paved swimming area. It's very clean paved. The tree line is flush with water on the right side. We were standing close to the right tree line in front of the boat ramp with the car parked behind us. Throwing rocks, talking, looking at the water. We all get quiet as a hazy, dim, white ball starts to float up and off the water, maybe a hundred yards out. Hey man, do you see that? What the fuck, man? Etc. The ball floats a little higher, then directly over to the tree line on the right side. It's floating towards us now, almost halfway up in the trees. We all freak out, run to the car, and scramble to pile in. We rush back to the campsite and start talking about it. My friend and I end up talking with the pastor for a bit. We're walking back to the tent with my friend when I see something out of the corner of my eye. I turn around and I see nothing. On the way, looking back forward though, I see a girl in dingy white clothes. I freak out and I tell my friend to look. I look back and there's nothing there. I tried to sleep, but I was scared all night. I get back to church the next day, and I see my friend's cousin, and I tell her all about it. She freaks out and tells me she just saw on the news that a kid went missing out there a little while ago. We see a girl who died at the lake on the news that night. She died out there a couple of weeks before. Yeah. Yeah, I hate it. Our next story comes from a paranormal board poster who 
posted on 420 of 2017, so thanks for that. And they said, sorry, I didn't green Texas. I already had this typed out. When I was a lot younger, I lived in this really bizarre house. I mean, it was like a normal house on the outside, but I would get really bad paranoia and anxiety when I went downstairs by myself at night, among other things. But the weirdest thing was this one room in my house that no one would ever go into or even really acknowledge. I tried later after we had moved to talk to my parents and siblings about it, and no one knew what I was talking about. I would have thought I was imagining it, except occasionally I would find new stuff in the room and I would take it. I was young and the stuff wasn't there the last time I went in, so I figured it that, you know, it was left for me. Kid logic, whatever. The room itself looked like it had been burnt by a house fire, and if the lights in the room even worked, I never saw them on. Everything in the room seemed grayscale and just devoid of life which was why the things I took from the room stood out so much, except for the cross. This picture is related. It's all the stuff I managed to keep across several moves. The cross was the first thing I took because I was young and it managed to shine in what little light the room got from the outside. After I took it, that's when the rest of the stuff began to appear. I know it's not really scary, but to this day I have no idea what the deal with that house was, or especially that room. On a side note, the baseball, which was the second thing to appear after the cross, has looked like this since I got it. The clock timer thing hasn't worked since I got it. If I mess with it a lot, I can somehow, sometimes, hear faint ticking, but that's all. And if you guys want to check it out, it'll be on our Instagram and our Twitter and our Facebook and our biceps. I'm going to get a sweet tattoo of it. It's a like little antique clock a little red ball, a dirty old baseball, and like a weird, scary, murdery metal cross. I don't know. It's like, it's like, just don't, what? Watch your children. Take your children to the store. Or don't. I don't know. Don't let the ghost give your kids things. That's my advice for you. And the other piece of advice I have, and this is very important, it's the most important thing I'll ever tell you, and I'll stick by it to this day, don't forget to drink water. And also, we'll see you on Sunday for like a full episode. All right. Goodbye.